powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live, in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 plus, please play Play responsibly. Hey, Oilers fans, welcome back to Game Over Edmonton. I'm Zach, that's Dennis, and it's an awesome Oilers game tonight, and we're so lucky to be joined by Ashley Collingbull. Um, she was the first Indigenous woman to be featured in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. She was a contestant on Amazing Race Canada. She was Mrs. Universe in 2015. A uh, ton of other accomplishments. You were the host on, on the most recent Indigenous Celebration Night at Rogers Place. Um, we're so lucky to be joined by you. Um, yeah, if you want to just, you know, say what's up to everyone, say a little bit about who you are and, um, you know, maybe how you became an Oilers fan. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm Ashley Collingwell Rabbit. I'm from Enoch Cree Nation. So I actually grew up watching the Oilers my whole life. You know, like I lived just outside Edmonton. So that's like my hometown team. And, you know, it's, it's crazy, like, actually hosting the game and thinking back to when I was a little girl, you know, my family would be making the old style popcorn where you pop it yourself. And we all get in front of the TV when the Oilers are on because that's how we got together and you know sports brings everyone together and um I've never played hockey myself but being like an avid hockey fan it was like really a dream come true to be hosting in that environment because I'm a host also in the CFL and the National Lacrosse League as well and now the NHL so it's like it's awesome just to be kind of in any sports environment it's just uh I just thrive off the energy you know yeah, it, it was awesome to see you on the broadcast sitting there talking to Gene at the intermission and whatnot. I thought you did a fantastic job, obviously. Uh, my favorite part of that night was looking at the Turtle Island jerseys in, um, in the warm-up. Both Dennis and I talked about it on the broadcast we did for that night. Uh, that, that's got to be a top three Oilers jersey of all time, and it would be awesome if one day they could actually wear that in a game. I wish um, they could wear it for a game and also, like, sell those. Like, yeah, those would yeah. uh, instead of just like auctioning off like the game worn like make some for everyone because i know a lot of people would want those totally you hear that oeg yeah i ashley demands it we gotta fulfill us when i bought my the the game indigenous night the smudge the blades partnered with the oilers and they made like those custom like turtle island gear and sweaters and whatnot they completely sold out so imagine with the jerseys like that would be next level well I, well, I know for myself, even when I got my Ethan Bear jersey, like, you know, three or three years ago, I got the Cree letters on the back, right? Just because it's so cool, right? It, like, I, I love, I love that stuff. And I, I would love to see them. I know if they went, if they sold them, I would for sure buy as much as I can. Because one, I'm a sucker and pretty much any merch the Oilers put out, I, I end up buying. But yeah, um, yeah, fantastic. Otherwise, uh, I know everyone's kind of here to talk about the game that happened tonight. And um, what a game that what a game it was. Uh, uh, finally, we get consistency um, when the Oilers came out again. They, they are two bottom feeding teams, but the Oilers came out against San Jose. San Jose never had a chance. The Oilers were dominant from start to finish. Uh, Connor McDavid on his 26th birthday, Leon Drysaddle in his 600th NHL game, um, just performed like we know they can. The depth showed up, and from top to bottom, it was fantastic. Guys, uh, Ashley, I'll ask you first. What do you, what do you think about tonight? Wow, what a game. 
oh, it just kept going and going and going. I uh, said that it would have been nice if there was a hat trick for the birthday boy. But, you know, I mean, we can't have it all. And, no. you know, it would have been nice if uh, the Sharks didn't score at the, you know, last bit there. So we would have had a shutout. But still, great game. Um, but can we talk about Gene at the beginning before the game even started? How he was wearing that birthday hat and the cake. I was like, can he do that for, like, every game? Like, have some kind of theme dress up and keep it on? <laughs> knowing Gene, this is, he wants to do this every game. Just production is the one holding him back. Yeah, that man just oozes the confidence of of just an incredible like senior. He's able to get in there. I would love to see him in like any costume, right? If if they're yeah. if they're playing against like the Nashville Predators, I want to see him in that like onesie. I want to see him in a jumper where he's like slaying a cat. Like, oh, yeah. that'd be amazing. What I've heard about, we're sorry. What, what I've heard about Gene is, uh, in pretty much every costume, every prop that he uses, it's pretty much out of his own pocket, right? Production. Yeah. He doesn't have any production budget whatsoever. So he's he's so addicted to the craft. He's such a master of it that he goes out and spends his own money every day. Whether it's the banana costume before the game, no matter what it is, he's always putting a hundred ten percent effort. And even though production doesn't necessarily support him on the level we'd like to see, if he had a budget, I can't even imagine what he would do. But yeah, no, that was awesome. And also. I never, if you would have asked me, I don't think I ever in my life would have thought I've heard as much furry talk on a broadcast <laughs> uh, as I did tonight. Uh, what was that all about? Oh my God. Well, that the, was crazy. the boys were just happening to stay at a hotel where there was a furry convention. And I guess a lot of people now know about furries. <laughs> you want to know something funny? A quick story. My sister, she's really into anime and cosplay. And the first time she ever came to my job for the Edmonton Elks, she was sitting in the president's suite. And my sister is now a furry. <laughs> like she wears like the full on ears and like the tail and everything. Oh my so gosh. Those I'm are like, pricey if I if I know if if I know what yeah, I'm talking about. Like those moved. are controlled the ears from her hands and i was like all right and i couldn't stop talking about it so if i saw a furry convention i probably wouldn't stop talking about it either <laughs> how much do we have to pay gene to get one of those like if he shows up in the next game in a furry outfit to start oh that'd be so funny well the my first like exposure to it was jack michaels posted on his story just a random picture and it looked like he was just attending the furry con for no reason right and i was so shocked i was like what the hell is going on on this guy's instagram but then i guess they had a little there was a little bit more clarity on the broadcast so that's cool but yeah that was a crossover i definitely did not expect so yeah that that was that was really wild to me um but yeah but going back to the game like the fact that this team is now finally showing a little bit of consistency like you mentioned and my my star even though you know connor has two two goals tonight you know nuge played amazing uh, dry saddle got a goal my star tonight is jack campbell because what a performance oh. he's starting to turn back the haters he's posted a 962 save percentage i can't feel I can't feel bad for that last goal because it is Oscar Lindblom. And of course, he has a fantastic story, the struggles that he's fought through. It just trickled but in so nicely. Just yeah. so slowly. My heart broke. 
<laughs> my heart broke for him. I wanted Jack to get the hat trick more than I wanted McDavid to get that. The, or Jack to get the shutout more than I wanted McDavid to get the hat trick on his birthday. Oh my gosh, that was um that was one of the most disheartening moments I can remember in a win in a long time. You you just know at least at least this entire win though, especially in the third period, you had a lot more guys building on that confidence. Like yeah, Jack Campbell didn't get the shutout, but I think this was probably best case scenario for a victory because you had Ryan McLeod get a goal, you had Dylan Holloway get an assist, Philip Brober got an assist, Jesse Cooley-Yarvey, who obviously needs every goal that he could get. It was fantastic to see him put in from a 5v5 assist from Ryan Nugent-Hopkins, which awesome to see again, 53 points on the year. But yeah, I think from top to bottom, just as far as confidence building goes, especially into going to such a crucial matchup on Saturday, because I think everyone kind of, I know the season's been up and down, everyone expected the Oilers to win this game kind of. We've expected them to win before and they've lost, but this is, you know, after Anaheim, we expected them to win. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see this lineup with the way they're playing the young guys going into such an experienced team that's sitting currently, I think, 11 points ahead of the Oilers at top of the division. So that's that's kind of what I'm looking for. I like the positivity, but beyond that, I don't necessarily take too much out of the game, if that makes sense. What do you guys think about that? I hope they, uh, you know, go into that next game on a high, though, right? Like feeling, oh, totally. feeling confident, especially like the other players who got a chance to score in the third period. And they're not really like the ones that would. So them going into the game feeling good like that, too. I think it also gives you like a big boost of confidence, right? Like a fire under your ass. And also like you got to think like, yeah, I really, really got to bring it today, <laughs> you know, more than I did the last game. But it, it, it's good to go into feeling like that, right? And then hopefully end off this road trip good <laughs> yeah dennis yeah i mean honestly i you love to see guys like you mentioned typically not necessarily a score someone like a pulley rv right mcleod who's been struggling with the puck and this was someone that you highlighted last show zach matthias yanmark looks like a totally different player he yeah. is just absolutely nailing guys to the boards he's speedy his passes are on point he he's played amazing tonight and i'm just so glad now that with evander kane looking like he's coming back from injury the oilers are going to have a real tough question as to who stays and who's going down to the ahl by, by my count, Yanmark had at least three breakaways this game. Two of them were shorthanded. He set up the Ryan Nugent Hopkins goal. If he didn't get drug tested last game, he's definitely getting drug tested today because I do, I do not know where this came from. I was so anti Matthias Yanmark for the first, you know, what, 10 games. I was like, what is burnt toast? He's per like, there's no, there's no value there. Like I wanted Dylan Holloway playing more than him, but it, full credit to him, especially his work on the penalty kill, an area where they needed to improve. I thought Matthias Yanmark is especially tonight, like, you just see the speed seems like it came out of nowhere the last two games. He's been so impressive on the duo with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. But um, uh, yeah, Matisse Yamark, that was a great a great guy to bring up. I thought he, he played awesome. He's kind of building on his best game as an oil last game. And then this game um, was just as fantastic. So that, that was awesome to see. Uh, one guy who I thought played really well, he hit a post. But the only thing that happened is he kind of got uh, three penalties tonight, uh, three minors. What did you guys think of Dylan Holloway's play tonight? <laughs> Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess the first was interference, and I was quite nervous for that because I'm like, oh, what a way to start the game with a penalty. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it's never good, right? But it was okay. We were okay. And um, actually, uh, Holloway, he, like, trains with my husband. My husband's also, like, a hockey coach, retired professional hockey player. So he calls him part of his toe dragons. The toe dragon. The, he's a toe dragon. Yeah. But um, he's like, so don't say anything bad about him. <laughs> 
I love Dylan. I, I love I, Dylan. He's great. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that that made me nervous when you start yeah. the game off like that, right? I don't like starting the game off stressed. No. <laughs> you know, I liked how we were ending it where, uh, you know, very confident. Obviously, going into the third period, I was kind of like, oh, this is getting a little slow, kind of need a little bit of excitement. And then we got it, you know, with the two guys that don't really score that often. It was kind of like almost um, like a happy ending for them, like a Cinderella story. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, it's a shame that Holloway couldn't get one for you guys tonight. Yeah. But like, being honest, the three penalties that he took, I would say one was maybe legitimate, the high stick. The other two were kind of weak calls. Yeah. The interference—that's a—that's a big crease. You know, Kakinen playing the the puck behind his own net, and Holloway just kind of nudges him a little bit on the flyby, and he goes down hard. I'm not going to say the, I'm not going to say embellishment, but mm-hmm. if you're, if you're oh. a ref, do you really got to call that? That that was the Mike Smith special, to be honest with you. That's exactly what that was. But um, oh, I, 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 I thought the refing tonight, um, like overall, like obviously they won seven one. Like I, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the refing whatsoever, but there was some hardcore game management going on, especially later on. Holloway got mugged, tripped in the corner, right? There's nothing. He gets frustrated, takes that slash, right? That And, and that's kind of like this, if they call the original penalty, which was blatant because, and they, they were clearly just trying to get the game, you know, to finish. They didn't want the Oilers racking up any more power play goals because like you had dry saddle getting mugged in the corner the only penalty they called was probably the most obvious hooking penalty i've ever seen in my life in a professional hockey game is the guy on mcdavid literally doing what i do on the odr like i i cannot understand i don't understand what the guy was thinking but oh uh, yeah there is some game management going on i wasn't too too happy with the refing but I'll, again they won seven one so i'm not even that nurse the nurse like phantom uh uh hooking oh yeah on zone right like it's just it, there was some, there were some weird calls tonight, but again, the others are the better team, and yeah. I want. Right. Can I bring up one quick moment with the refing, like tangentially, mm-hmm. uh, dur- during that first period, right when uh, I think it was Timo Meyer had his own stick come up and hit him in the face. He's mad about that. <laughs> it was yeah. it was so funny to see because Puliyarvi was just like. I didn't do anything. Like he's talking to the refs. They go take a look and they actually say, you know what? We were wrong. And then the fans start chanting ref, you suck. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you guys saw the replay on the big screen. You saw that he has, he hit his own face with his own stick, right? Ashley, you've had times uh, as the in-game announcer, you know, what do you do in, in instances like that? Do you just sit back and just let the, the crowd go? Like, oh, man, that's such an environment, right? Everyone's going to get mad regardless, even if they're wrong, right? You know, I feel like if we were in our environment and we saw that happen, I feel like the Oilers fans would do the same thing. Like, they would get so mad. But me, I'm just like, all right. I I love it, though, when the fans get mm-hmm. that involved because it means, like, they care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they care, yeah. right? So I'm like, yeah, go for it. Yell, do whatever it takes. Let them know you're on their side. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's a little bit of a, a southern U.S. thing, too, I've noticed. Like, yeah. more in, like, Arizona, Vegas. Sometimes it'll be, like, a, a really co- obvious thing. Like, more, like I think in Edmonton, they would kind of just understand what's going on more so. But here, that like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, it, it's a Friday night. Some people who aren't probably hockey fans are out at the game and aren't more, more so casuals or whatnot. Not people that would be joining us on, on game over per se. And, and those are the people that are, 
are, are kind of booing. But one thing that I also kind of forgot to bring up when I was talking about Campbell, and one of the reasons why I was so sad uh, that he didn't get the shutout, um, I, I, I wrote in my notes, like up until, you know, five minutes into the third period, like he played good, but he wasn't necessarily challenged that much. Like they were all saves, but you probably expect him to make, to be honest. Uh, and then Mark Edward Vlasic with the wide open net, right? Jack Campbell makes one of his best saves as an Oiler so far. Just comes across Dave out of, of the year. Robs him. I, I was shocked. I did not understand how that didn't go in. Uh, Den- I don't know. I don't know what you guys saw. I don't know what you guys were thinking, but yeah, that that was one. That was definitely one of the more entertaining moments of the game for sure. And again, when that when it is a blowout, it te- you tend like you said earlier, it tends to get kind of kind of boring, kind of dry. Um, so so yeah, that's, unintended. That's kinda, yeah, literally. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was awesome. Uh, Leon scored a, a a beautiful goal. Leon was sniffing all night. Uh, I I loved what we saw to Leon. It was good. I, I actually. We should check the ice time here. Yeah, it looks like everyone was kind of in that 15 to 20, 15 to 18 minute mark for the forwards, which is awesome. McDavid only played 18 minutes. So again, going to Vegas tomorrow, um, you want these guys rested because that's going to be a much more intense game, even with Mark Stone out of the lineup for Vegas. Uh, one defensive, I want to ask you guys about the defensive pairings. Um, as in terms of like the expected goals during the game, I don't know how much you care about that kind of stuff, Ashley. Um, or if you do, because some people love it, some people hate it. I don't know. Um, you know, the old expected by whom. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, Evan Bouchard and Philip Broberg led the oil. I think they were both above 80%. They controlled 80% of the expected goals when they're on the ice. Both Nurse Cece and the Kulak Berry pairings were below 50%. So the, this game was um the offense for the Oilers was like heavily facilitated by um Bouchard and Broberg. So I'm not sure what you guys thought about the defense base. Um, yeah. Ashley, did you run Oh, I was just just happy we weren't losing. <laughs> you yeah. know, I was just like happy we're winning a lot because uh, my husband is a Flames fan, so I rub oh. it in his face any time that they score. I'm like, oh, guess what? Oh, guess what? But then he'll ask, like, you know, how his friends are doing and whatnot. So for me, I'm just I just like to rub it in anyone's face. When the oil oh my face. gosh. I d- how um what's that like is this again intense when you guys are watching like the battle of alberta and stuff oh my god yeah it is like next level because our he is from calgary i'm from edmonton so our relationship is like the battle of alberta only when it's on tv other than that we're great <laughs> what were the playoffs like last year I- <laughs> oh my god last uh last season it was just like the funniest thing when we you know when we won and then uh when <laughs> when uh they made all those trades watching my husband kind of fall apart <laughs> like watching his team fall apart but then they kind of pulled themselves back together i don't know we get a sick kick out of this torturing each other <laughs> oh my gosh i i can't even imagine i i honestly i was so scared for the oilers to to play the flames i live in calgary and i have an oilers license plate and stuff and i just like i i kind of wear it uh, everywhere I go, right? So, and I and I take a ton of abuse like regularly. You know, whether you're at a bar, whether you're out just at school or work or wherever, you're you constantly are hearing from it. And the Flames were no joke last year, so I was quite afraid for them to play. So, thank God the Oilers won because, like me myself, I was all, just like you. I'm sure I, ruthless. I took no prisoner when the Oilers won, but I waited until the Oilers won for me to start talking like a a little bit of a coward. But um, no, I, it, it, that was a blast. So. Um, th- that was awesome. And then one other question that I did have for both of you, um, we kind of talked about Jack Campbell a bit, and this is kind of where I was leading with that. Again, back-to-back game, 
Stuart Skinner, I didn't get a chance to watch Jay Woodcroft's interview yet, obviously. So I don't know the update on uh, whether or not his wife gave birth. Um, so he most likely will not be in Vegas tomorrow. Would you go back to Jack Campbell after the way he played tonight? Or would you start Calvin Pickard for his first start of the year? Ashley, you can go first and then I'll Dennis. No, it's Pickard Campbell. I don't want to chance it. Mm -hmm. Especially you're coming in hot, right? And I'm like, if he's not coming in hot, I mean, you could always pull the goalie. I'm like, I don't want to like totally start it off by having, I don't know. How it's good risky. do you feel, right? How good mm -hmm. do you feel? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, honestly, if it was Campbell from the beginning of the season, it's kind of dicey, right? But seeing him pull off the performances that he has in the last two games, the man's feeling himself. Let's, let's roll with them. I feel like Soup's hot and he's going to stay hot. Yeah, I agree. I know in the AHL, Calvin Pickard didn't, doesn't have uh, really good numbers this year. I think he, I know he's been injured, but Olivier Rodrigue's been the guy who's really been carrying the Condors. And uh, yeah, Campbell's rolling. We finally can actually say for once that Jack Campbell's rolling, which is super awesome because he's an awesome guy, right? You you want the best for him and he's on a long deal and you want him to succeed. So to see him start to look like he's putting stuff together, I think I said this last game, but his just his positioning and his puck tracking looks a lot more calm. He's not moving around. He's not as frantic in the crease. Uh, it seems like he's tracking the puck a lot better and it seems like the results are coming. Like even uh, in the third period, for example, uh, you saw Evan Bouchard kind of deflected a shark shot uh, up into like towards Jack Campbell and it, Jack Campbell kind of just swung his glove, caught the puck and that was that. But like earlier in the season, that was the type of like random bounce that was going in the net on Jack Campbell, right? So you're kind of just seeing that, that luck turnaround pretty much here. And, it, and that's kind of where I was going that it, it it was just great to see but yeah this game was from start to finish fantastic special teams um they're like I don't have one complaint I'm not going to be sit here and start nitpicking the team uh like you know a lot of other fans do I'm just going to sit here be happy with what we saw and um yeah uh any other things that you guys want to touch on tonight well I wanted to bring up uh the fact that Jack Campbell you know He's going to be a busy man in the next little while. He obviously is going to hold down the fort. It's nice to see that Skinner, who's having a little bit of a dip right now, no big deal. Campbell's got his back. But I want to see, ooh, we got a surprise guest. Yeah, he was snoring, so I had to stop him. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley, what's his name? Oh, this is Mr. Papa Giorgio. He's oh, wow. one of my favorite movies, um, Vegas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Oh, you know how the son wow. has the fake ID? Nick Papa Giorgio? That's him. He's a sleep <laughs> student. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. What's I can't imagine what it's like yelling that name at a dog park. It's quite the long name. Well, Papa Giorgio. Or I yell Papa. Yeah, yeah. Papa. Oh man. That, that actually, is awesome. You bring up a really good point. Uh actually, a lot of people obviously have seen your modeling work and in-game announcing work. Uh, but you're also an actress, uh, been in quite a few TV shows now. And most importantly, I mean, uh, more, you're in an upcoming movie. Did you, were you able to spill any details here? I know it's still a little early. Hasn't been released yet. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, legally, I can't. But, oh, I, I'm going to Cannes Film Festival in May. Oh, so that's exciting. Yeah, so that that's like my first time I'm ever gonna be a part of that film festival. So I'm pretty pumped for that. Oh man, I 
So I'll be able to share more details then. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no worries. Uh, I know it's uh, actually you. You traveled a lot last year, if, if uh, memory serves correctly. Uh, not only were you um, between Edmonton doing Elks games, uh, Oilers games, and then Saskatchewan, where you you currently reside, right? Yeah. For the, like, for the rush. Yeah, for the rush, and then my husband, he's a coach for the Saskatoon Blades, so. Yeah, we're here for hockey and for uh, lacrosse. Yeah, but you were also very busy in terms of like hosting uh, the Canadian Country Music Awards. I think that was in in Calgary, uh, yeah. New York Fashion Week. Yeah, tons. Crazy to think about everything that I've done. Sometimes I forget, <laughs> like because uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff. But I signed like my first book deal this um, this past year. So I'm going to be like a published author next year. I created my own jewelry line this year. Like it, it's been like quite, quite the year for me. So I'm pretty pumped to see where this year takes me. Now, Us as well. I, I wanted to ask, because first off, the, the fact that you're based in central time right now, it is the yeah. middle of the night. You mentioned that you're, you're jacked up on the Dr. Pepper right now. I uh, am. I'm going to have to take my dogs for a walk. <laughs> Bouncing between so many different things, you know, how do you just keep that pep in your step, right? How do you go from one thing to the next? You know, I'm just one of those people that I love to be productive all the time. If I am sitting too long, like, yes, I'll need to recharge the soul after like traveling and doing a lot of work because um, I don't want to like, you know, make my body exhausted mentally also. So I, um, I'll take a couple days off and recharge, but I love to always be productive. If I'm sitting at home and not doing something, I'll I'll get like antsy, like, hey, gotta go uh make some dreams come true. <laughs> I'm just were like you, Were you working out during the Oilers game and just going like, no, I gotta do something other than just sitting on the couch? I was I was writing and like twiddling my fingers and wrestling mm. my dogs, you know, whatever. <laughs> but it was it was a good game, you know. So I'm just like I was just waiting to see a like I said, a hat trick. Didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like it was still a great game. It it, it was it, it was an awesome game. And again, we were so thankful for you to come on with us and give us your time and let us know your thoughts on your game and every, everything that's going on. And uh, we can't be more appreciative of your time. So th thank you very much for for coming on. No, well, thank you guys for having me. You know, anytime you want to talk about how awesome the Oilers are, I'm here for it. <laughs> Let's go. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, to bring up the Battle of Alberta again, obviously it's going on in the household. We don't play Calgary until, you know, potentially the playoffs this year again. But it was announced a couple weeks mm -hmm. ago, the Heritage oh, yes. Classic. Yes, I saw that. Commonwealth oh, Stadium. And I, I think we happen to have someone who's very used to announcing in that stadium I think I might have some connections there. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. I'm going to make the trip up for that game. So I hope I hope to see you there. Yeah, I'm like, hell yeah. They'll just see me running around everywhere. Somehow I got in there and got involved. <laughs> Get the phone ringing. NHL's calling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it'll be sick to have a game there. That would be like unreal. I'd be like, hey, my work is coming together in so many different ways. And now the the best, right? The the coup de gras would be yeah. being there with your husband, and then watching the Oilers trash the Flames in that outdoor game. 
Yes, that's all I need. And then, you know, then all my dreams have really come true. Yeah. Watch Markstrom have a put up an 835 save percentage against the Oilers in an outdoor game. I mean, nothing sweeter. I'm super excited for it. I I can't I can't wait for it. I've never seen an outdoor game before in my life. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fantastic. So can't looking forward to it. Now, I just wanted to wrap up the show because we are getting a little bit late on time here, and we'll we'll try to make sure that you could get to bed before 1 a.m. Uh but are there any upcoming projects that you can talk about? You know, some of the well, work that you're doing, especially um, obviously with the Indigenous activision, uh, activism, um, you're volunteering constantly for the Stollery Festival of Trees, a whole bunch of uh, like inner city youth with so many things on the on the agenda. Is there something you can share that's upcoming? Um, I'm doing a lot of traveling this year for different fashion weeks, like New York Fashion Week. I'm going to Cannes. What am I allowed to say? I'm working on my book. I'm still working in like training girls, like in my own time, volunteer, coaching and training Indigenous women competing in pageants. So I have girls going to Miss World, Miss Universe, which is happening tomorrow. I have girls that are competing in um, the Miss Teen Universe, like like so many different organizations. So um, I'm just trying to help people along the way, like on my journey as well. You know, like if I'm succeeding in something, I always try to like open the door for who's ever next. And yeah, I'm going to be hosting a few more NHL games. I can't say what, but or when, but stay tuned for some more NHL stuff from me. Um, and possibly tsn um, oh that's exciting uh, yeah i don't breaking. i don't know about <laughs> is that a breaking announcement live on the show so, so just so. so uh stay tuned for those um but yeah i always have a lot on the go and i i literally was planning my travels yesterday and i'm already booked till like october like for traveling so i was like wow and then i'm already pre-booking for the following year i was just like oh my god i'm like it's weird to plan where you're gonna be and you're like a year away <laughs> you know it's weird but like it's exciting so I feel like I'm just always open to see like what happens and, um, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone and trying new things and really kind of seeing what I'm made of. And yeah, just making the, making my dreams come true. Oh, Dennis and I are cheering you on every step of the way. We're so excited that they were so excited for you. Everything you're doing sounds awesome. And we can't wait till you're able to actually share more uh, with everyone. And, and, um, and we can, you know, cheer you on knowing what, at least what we're, what we're cheering on. But yeah, once again, just thank you for coming on. Can't tell you how much we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the Oilers start putting together a run here. The schedule is adding up, up in a perfect way to, for, to start, you know, building up those wins and uh, you know, we're going to make the playoffs. I'm not confident calgary's gonna make the playoffs though that's what i wanted to throw in there earlier but um yeah uh it, it's looking good so i'm super excited both for what you're doing and for the rest of the oilers season so i can't wait for all that stuff for the fans out there what's the best way to to find what you're doing next you know twitter instagram tiktok um i have instagram just ashley calling bull i have twitter facebook I'm trying to keep up with TikTok with the kids, you know. I'm not good with like the TikTok trends, but you know, I love scrolling that stuff. Uh yeah, you can find my socials by just typing my name on Google. It's pretty simple. But yeah, that's how you'll find me and I'll post like my pics, what I'm up to, and yeah, exciting stuff. Awesome. awesome. Well awesome. thank you. 
thank you so much, Ashley, for being on the show with us tonight. Uh, Oilers fans, you won't have to wait long for the next game over Edmonton. It's tomorrow against the Vegas Golden Knights, 8 p.m. Mountain Time for the puck drop. Avery will have that after game show for you guys. Until then, that's it for us. Have a fantastic evening, everyone. And play, play La Bomba, Bomba baby. baby. Good night. Good night. <laughs>